myself chakras episode 113 in order to have a happier healthier more productive life you must start by choosing yourself first the seven chakras swirling vortices of energy positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head for thousands of years this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple What are the functions of these energy centers and could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to my seven chakras and now your host Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up action takers AJ here once again back in action to provide you powerful information that will help you grow and transform action tribe i really love reading the emails i receive from you guys the messages that i receive on social media and the itunes reviews that i get so firstly thank you so much for your time i love each and every opportunity i get to serve you so today i'm going to read out two new itunes reviews that came in a few days back the first one is by a person named or maybe a username june h78 wisconsin healer who says i love thinking about energy and this has helped me find greater balance in my life thank you so june thank you so much for taking your time to listen to our show and write this message i'm so glad that you are able to use the information that we share on our show to create the right balance in your life energy is all there is and the next message is by lorna lee who says aditya is really knowledgeable and i love that this podcast talks about spirituality and alternative medicine this podcast can also be an incredible tool for personal growth great job lorna you've got that perfectly right our job through the show is all about realizing that spirituality alternative medicine science nutrition and all these incredible topics are not to be treated in silos but holistically because they go hand in hand leading to personal growth so thank you so much for your beautiful review action tribe if this show has made even a small change in your life then consider sharing your thought in the form of an itunes review this is the single most effective way to let itunes know that we have a powerful message to spread to write a review visit my7chakras.com forward slash review once again it's really simple my7chakras.com forward slash review and with that we've arrived at the moment that you've all been waiting for i'm really stoked to bring you our featured guest for today alison kiro So Alison, are you ready to inspire? AJ, I am so excited to be on this podcast and to inspire both you and all of your audience listeners. So let's get started. Awesome. So professional organizer and speaker, Alison Kiro grew up with two different organizational styles being modeled to her. One parent was precision neat while the other was a pack rat. Through her teenage and college years, Alison lived more like her back rat parent but when she became an adult she realized that disorganization was costing her more time and energy than she wished to spend and realized there had to be an easier way alison i've given our listeners a short glimpse into what they can expect on today's episode but take about a minute to tell us a little bit more about you Well, yeah, I mean, when I was younger, I certainly I had a very messy bedroom and really didn't pay attention to organization or any of the things that really could help me along. Um and it wasn't until um I had been in the business world for a couple of years and decided to go out on my own and start my own business and somebody came to me as an organizer and said, "I think you'd probably be good at this. You might want to put it into your business." And as I started doing it, I realized that I enjoyed doing it, but I also realized that boy, 
boy, you could use all of these skills and tools that you use in organizing into, you know, you can incorporate it into all of your um, life so that everything becomes easier and simpler to manage. And it really was last year when I finally realized that it doesn't even matter if you have the space to hold the stuff. If you're holding on to items that really have guilt or shame or fear or just you don't value them and they're in your life, they are creating and wreaking havoc in your life. And the more that I allowed myself to get rid of those things that really did not have a positive meaning or had just no meaning in my life, the more that I realized things were opening up to me and I was able to use these five different points to organization in all aspects of my life to help me get better health, more energy, become happier, uh, create better systems and really see life starting to open up. And it's also helped me on those days or times when things get difficult and I wanted to go into self-sabotage, I was able to take these same tools Mm -hmm. and use them to choose myself first and to go after a better life for myself. And I just, I have to share that with everyone because I don't think most people understand the real ramifications that clutter has on all of our lives. Even if you have space, if you're holding on to stuff that doesn't matter to you, it's going to have, you know, an effect in your life, whether or not you realize it or not. And the more that you get rid of all that stuff that doesn't matter, the more that you can see what's going on with your emotional and spiritual self and and deal with that as well. But the more clutter you have in your life, the less likely you're even going to notice that those things are showing up and and causing you problems and unhappiness and poor health in your life. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for that awesome intro. I can't wait to learn more about your story and how you can help us eliminate clutter from our lives in so many ways. But before getting into the main portion of today's show, we're going to take some time to bask in some inspirational sunshine. Sound like a plan? Sounds wonderful. I'm so excited to get started. Great. So what is your favorite inspirational quote? And also tell us how you apply this quote in your life. Okay. Well, actually, this is one I came up with myself for another podcast I was on, but I think it's really true. And it's in order to have a happier, healthier, more productive life, you must start by choosing yourself first. And I think that so many of us don't do that and we choose everybody else before us and it ends up leaving us exhausted and unable to give the full amount of who we are to ourselves or to anyone else. And so I really wanted to make this a self-love based campaign because the more we give to ourselves, the more we have to give to others. I think that's really powerful. You must start by choosing yourself first. Action takers, you can't really serve the people around you or the people who work with you to the fullest if you haven't served yourself completely. So just imagine you're in an airplane and there's a challenge or maybe there's a loss in pressure. All of a sudden, the oxygen masks come down and they recommend that you take it first so that you are able to serve others better. But you need to choose yourself first. So thanks a lot for that powerful message, Alison. So my question is, what inspired you to start ACK Organizing? I had owned an organizing business and a concierge business for about 10 years, uh, from 2004 to t- uh, for till about 2014, and um, or actually 2010, and decided to let it go because there were some aspects to it that I really just didn't enjoy doing. And about two years later, I realized that what it was is I didn't enjoy doing the concierge aspect, but I loved the organizing because I felt that it enabled me to help others help themselves, for them to learn new skills. I love the creativity of it. And 
And it just was really exciting to me when somebody finally understood what it was really truly all about and that they could use this to make their lives better. And really last year I was battling an illness. I was home a lot and I really started for the first time allowing myself to get rid of the things that really didn't mean anything to me or again had guilt or shame or fear or anything attached to it. And I went through every single thing I have in my home, literally everything from my clothing all up until everything through my computer, you know, my emails and all of the other things that I had. And I started noticing a huge difference in how I felt. And I started noticing that I was wanting to make better decisions for myself and that I was wanting to make those self-love based decisions again and again and again. And as I kept noticing the space that was showing up as a result of getting, getting rid of the things that had no value or meaning to me, I was then able to have that space to use it for the, hey, this is an emotional pattern that keeps happening. Or, you know, um, I, you know I'm not living the life of truth that I really want to be on. And, and really, with the spiritual, I noticed that, you know, sorry, let me get back on. Um, what happens is, for me, in my opinion, with, with clutter, is that when you it starts with spiritual clutter. And when you're not living an authentic life, and that doesn't matter if you are religious or, or believing God or not, but when you are not living an authentic life, you start getting spiritual clutter. And when you don't deal with it, then it starts showing up as emotional clutter. And when you don't deal with the emotional clutter, it starts manifesting itself out into the physical realm. Now, sometimes that shows up as a physical illness, and a lot of times it shows up as clutter. And it can show up as clutter in the home or you have clutter in your lives where you're not feeling that you're supported and everything is difficult, it can show up as clutter in so many different ways. And I wanted to show people that if you start with that physical clutter and then you work your way back up, suddenly you're giving yourself the space to then deal with the emotional and the spiritual clutter. And it allows you to finally find the true you and your true path at the bottom of all of that clutter. And it's such a wonderful gift that you can give to yourself to f get rid of all that clutter in your life that you don't need, whether it's activities or friends or um, the job that is sucking you, sucking the life out of you or, you know, the clutter that you come home and you instantly feel exhausted in your own home versus feeling rejuvenated and motivated to do something really fun and exciting. And so, again, I wanted to show people that if you start with the physical stuff and then work your way up to the spiritual, you can have a really transformative life and you can use these five basic skill sets to just continue to navigate a better life for yourself no matter what it is that you're choosing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So a couple of things here. You mentioned that you loved organizing, especially the creative side of it. And at one point, maybe because you weren't well, you were at home a lot and you saw this as an opportunity because you were home, you began noticing stuff that you probably might not have otherwise. And you started by getting rid of everything that didn't mean anything to you and you noticed a difference in how you felt but as you mentioned you started with the physical and then you moved on to other things as well that tend to accumulate and we're going to talk or maybe go a bit deeper into this let's talk about the concept of clutter firstly what is your definition of clutter and if you could talk about the different types of clutter that we tend to accumulate in our lives well for me clutter is anything that doesn't have value or meaning into your life anything that does not allow you or help you to become a 
happier, healthier, more productive person. So that could be the friend that you always see who is complaining about everything in their lives, but you don't see them taking any action and they don't have any plans to take action. And when you see them, you go home and you feel exhausted. That to me is clutter. When somebody makes you feel exhausted, then I don't think that that's the person that can be a very healthy influence in your life. Or when you go shopping and you buy things because you know, you're excited and you just, or you're having a bad day and you just want to make yourself feel better. So you buy a bunch of stuff and then you have things that really don't fit you well, don't look really great on you. Or maybe they're not very good uh, quality clothing and you have that in your closet. And so when you walk into your closet every day, you're not excited about what you're looking at. And when you dress yourself, you're not pleased with how you look. And the bottom line is everything that you choose to surround yourself with has an energy and that energy is going to affect you. And so when you get rid of the things that really don't mean anything to your life or that are now negative to you, when you get rid of them and all you're seeing in your home, in your personal space are the things, the items that make you feel happy and joyful and give you energy, it completely changes your life. When you wake up in a bedroom and all you have are positive things in your room and there's no electronics because that gives away energy and there's not a bunch of mirrors and there's not a bunch of clutter, all of a sudden you're starting to rest better and you're waking up and you're feeling a lot happier than you would if you woke up in a room filled with clutter. And what I think people get to the point is, is that there's so much clutter in their lives that they've shut down. They shut themselves off from ever noticing anything and they've shut down their ability to really get in touch with their intuition. And this is what I love about this process is that it's really about teaching you how to get back in touch with your intuition so that you can keep making small self-love based decisions, one small decision at a time. And the more that you do that, the more that you choose for yourself, whether it's, hey, am I really going to buy this shirt? Because I'm feeling kind of eh about it. And then you go, no, I want to be excited about every single shirt that I bring into my home. Or you're in the grocery store and you're deciding between apples and cupcakes and you decide I'm going to make a self-love based decision and I'm going to go for that apple versus that cupcake or you know with anything that you want to do in your life the more that you focus on what's going to be the best decision for you what is going to make you the happiest and what is going to end give you put you in that direction of where you really wanting to be going those are the things that have value and meaning all the other stuff that gets you caught up in some sort of silly circle or you feel exhausted afterwards or um, you feel negative or pessimistic all of those things are clutter and it really doesn't matter if it's tangible or it's not tangible what matters is the feeling that it's giving off because everything has an energy and if you you know say you have a sweatshirt and it used to be your exes and you've kept that sweatshirt and it was a terrible breakup every time you see that sweatshirt you're going to be reminded of that terrible breakup and the fact that you are no longer in a relationship and so the longer you keep it the longer that's you're telling yourself I'm not ready to move on from that relationship and so it really has these energies get stuck you're not allowed you can't see what's going on you can't feel what's going on and you can't make decisions that make a life better for yourself so there you go action tribe anything or anyone that doesn't allow you to grow 
and become a healthier or happier person leading to a feeling of exhaustion that could be classified as clutter and as alison mentioned the focus is to make decisions based on self love whatever you're buying whatever you're introducing your into your life and it has to have a really positive a vibe or a positive energy and that's how you can avoid attracting or adding more clutter into your life now alison i know that you hinted at this a bit but what are some of the obvious and not so obvious benefits of organizing Okay, benefits. Let's see. Better health, better mental health, higher energy levels, your finances, you're going to have more money because you're not rebuying the same thing that you already have mm-hmm. just because you can't find it. You're going to have better decision-making skills. If that alone is worth it for you to be able to make a decision firmly and assuredly and not second-guess yourself, that's such a gift that you can give to yourself. Your productivity is going to go higher. I do so much more in less time than I ever have been able to before I started using this system. That in itself is wonderful too. And because of all of this, you start feeling happier mm-hmm. because you freed yourself from all of these toxic energies by getting them out of your home, out of your office, out of your car and out of your life. So there's really, you know, there's just up 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 up, you know, when you allow yourself to get rid of these things. In certain cases, you know, you have a lot of clutter around. A lot of times you can actually make money because there's so many places that you can sell these items online now or down the street. So this could be a great opportunity for somebody to go through their stuff and actually make money and I guarantee you most people when they decide to go through their paperwork, they're probably going to find some money in there too. I found thousands of dollars worth of checks that people didn't even know about because they didn't open their mail. Wow. So that's a pretty compelling reason for somebody at home right now or somebody at the office who might have, you know, knowingly or unknowingly collected some clutter over the years. But the question really is there's definitely a challenge. How does a person start tackling all that clutter that might have collected at home? What's the first step? Well, that see that's the thing. Is that's what gets people stuck is that they think it's going to be hard. They think it's going to be difficult and they think it's going to be a long process. So yeah, a lot of people they get it into their head this is going to be hard. This is not going to be fun. This is just going to be a miserable experience for me and it's going to take forever and I don't even want to start. So it's similar to the process that people go through when they're deciding that they want to lose weight. And the more that you focus on things being hard and difficult and taking a long time, the worse it's going to be for you. So what I like to do is I like to tell people, don't think of it as organizing or even decluttering. Just pretend you're going shopping in your own home. And the only things you're going to take back with you are the things that you really truly love. And when you have a different mindset, it makes it a little bit easier. But, you know, you really have one of two choices. You can either tackle everything at once and there's a specific system that I recommend that you tackle, you know, first your clothing and then, you know, your books and stuff like that and then kitchen bathroom and it goes up and up and up so that you little by little you're learning the same process over and over again but it becomes easier so that you're dealing with your personal really sentimental items last because those are the hardest things that get you stuck and the more that you go through this process the easier it becomes for you but even if you don't have a lot of time or you're just not ready to do the whole thing at once all you have to do is tackle one small section at a time so say you're going to 
start with your clothing. I always recommend that because I feel that once you walk into your wardrobe and you only th- see things in there that look amazing on you and then you wear those and you look amazing every day and I don't care if it's you in your sweatpants looking amazing or you in your going out and looking amazing, amazing, I want you to feel good about yourself no matter what you're wearing. It makes a difference. So even if you're going to tackle that first, if you don't have a lot of time, you start with one category first within clothing. So say you take your sweaters and you just grab all of your sweaters and you go through them one by one. And each one you say, you know, is this in good shape? Do I like it? Do I need it? Am I still using it? And if you say yes to all those, you keep it. And if not, you let it go. You either donate it, you sell it, or you throw it in the trash and you just keep going one item at a time. It's similar steps that you have to take if you want to get across the room. You have to take one step at a time. And this is a process you're doing for the rest of your life because there's no way around it. You're always going to bring in new things into your life. Mm-hmm. And so this is a way to transform your life so that you have a process that makes it so much easier for you to to hire life. This is about actually getting rid of all that stuff that makes your life harder and letting it go so that your life has flow and ease into it so that no matter what comes your way, you can easily navigate it and make a decision on it. Whether it's, hey, do I want to buy those jeans or do I want to take that job opportunity that's in front of me? You're going to know better because you know how to make decisions better and you're going to have a gut feeling of, yes, this is the right circumstance stance or no, this is not for me. So, but you have to do it one decision at a time. And again, it's always a small self-love based decision. So firstly, I love that you have a system around it, a step-by-step process so that a person tackles one thing at a time. And in the process, since that is a practice, they learn it while doing it over and over again, and it becomes easier. But as you mentioned, tackle the sentimental stuff last Action Tribe, tackle one section at a time. Now, Alison, based on your experience, what are the common challenges or pitfalls that one faces when going about decluttering and becoming more organized? Usually, your emotions get in your way. Your ego gets in your way. So you pull out a pair of pants and you think, yeah, I haven't worn those in a while. And then your ego goes, yeah, but you spent a lot of money on them or so-and-so gave them to you or those are your fat jeans. What if you gain more weight? You know, it tells you those things that aren't true that make you then feel bad and hold on to something that you were ready to let go of. And so part of the process is teaching you how to be aware of those thoughts that go on in your head so that you are allowing yourself to go, wait, that second thought is telling me that I should feel guilty and keep that guilt in my home. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let those jeans go because I'm going to feel way better about that decision than I will about keeping a pair of pants that I know I'm never going to wear again and will feel badly about. And that's one of the great parts of the process is once you learn, hey, this is an emotional trigger that I'm having. And that's why you're keeping everything. That's why you buy things because of a feeling. And that's why you keep things because of a feeling. But I want you to buy and I want you to keep because you feel good and positive about it, not because fear or shame or guilt are the things that are telling you that you aren't enough, that you can't wear something that makes you look and feel beautiful, that you don't can't have a house that doesn't look amazing because you don't have to have a lot of money to do this process. Once you get out what you don't love, it's actually going to show you the true you. 
who you are and what really is interesting. If you go through your books and you get rid of the things that aren't the who you, who you are now, it's actually going to show you what some of your current interests are. Mm -hmm. You're going to get to know yourself so much better through this process by getting rid of the things that don't matter. And the only things that are left are the things that do. Oh, look, I have a lot of green shirts. I must love green. I didn't know that before. This is what it shows you is who you are underneath all that junk, all that clutter, all that blame or not blame, but shame, fear, and guilt. Once you get those away, you have the freedom to start making smarter decisions for yourself. And so that's really what the process is about is learning. Oh, wait, that's guilt showing up. That's shame showing up. That's fear showing up. And I don't want those in my life because I don't make good decisions when I let those stay in my life. And once you get that by doing this process, you know, one thing at a time, one decision at a time, you really start understanding that's why I'm keeping it. And I'm going to choose to love myself and let that go out my door today. Great. I love that. So if you could think about a hard drive, it seems like you're saying that we have a limited hard drive, whether it's our mind or our homes. And before adding new stuff into it, we need to look into that hard drive and see what does not belong there and not use our emotions to make that decision or, you know, have that blame or fear, but generally feel what belongs to you and what would you like to have in your life, whereas what needs to go out. So once you make up that space, you can actually attract more things into that hard drive, into your home and into your mind. So I love that. And by now, I'm sure most of our listeners have this one question on their minds. How do I declutter my home, make it more organized and attract abundance? So is there a simple tip or method that you'd like to share today that could be implemented immediately? Well, um, with my method, you start with your clothing first and then you keep going up into different levels of things that you're targeting. So I would say choose one category at a time, go through that entire category, sort like think things together. So keep your sweaters with your sweaters, your shirts with your shirts. Keep those in an area that you use them the most often because that's mm-hmm. going to make it easier for you to find and to use. Um, keep the system as simple as possible. So even if it's like, hey, I get, I come home, I throw my keys somewhere, and then I spend two hours trying to find them again. A simple system would be hanging a hook right next to your door so that you can put your keys there and you never have to search for them again. So you just put it somewhere and then that somewhere becomes a designated spot of I don't know where this goes and suddenly you have a nice little clutter pile. So if you always know where something belongs, you always know where to put it and you always know where to find it. And if you put similar things together, even if it's something like, oh, I barely ever use pencils now, but I know where I keep my pens and I know where I, so that means I know where I keep my pencils. So it's a great way for you to remember where things are and it just cuts down on the time that you're looking for items. I don't know anyone who wouldn't get frustrated having to waste their time looking for items. You don't have to rebuy. You've just made a system so simple that you don't have to think about it. And I don't want you to think about where you left your keys or, you know, where's my favorite sweater or where's that piece of paper that was just in front of me. And it's really not about being, you know, anal retentive or super like this goes here and that goes there because I'm not like that. I use this because I wanted my life to be easier and happier, not because I wanted to become like neat precision to the point where it kind of gets in your own way. You know, I wanted this so that anyone, no matter what their level of organization is now, they can live a life where they are happy in their own homes and they're surrounded by the things that mean something to them. And what that that amount is in your own home 
is really something that you get to decide, not a, an organizer. It really depends on these are the things that are important to me and this is the space I have in my home. So again, organize for the space you have. You know, if you don't have a large space, you might need to get rid of some certain things because you just don't have the room for them and you're probably going to feel a lot better about getting rid of things that don't fit any longer. You know, it's really about finding who you are now, not who you were. Because the past is gone, and I think a lot of people hold on to the past, and I think it prevents them from becoming the person they should be now or the person that they should be, they're destined to be in the future. So if you're really looking to evolve into a better person, you have to do is to let go of the things that don't represent who you are now. And a lot of that is the clutter that you have in your home. And so the first step is to just make a decision that you love yourself enough and you want to take that first step. And you pick a category of, okay, I'm going to go with clothes, and then I'm going to subcategorize that and put all my like things together and then I'm going to pick which ones I like and which ones don't and the ones that I do like I'm going to stick them in a specific place so that I always know that they're there and it makes life a lot easier so there you go action tribe with this system you'll save time first of all because you'll know exactly what is where you'll save energy because you're not wasting unwanted energy on stuff that you shouldn't be doing you save money because you don't rebuy and find that item later on and you become more productive and you achieve much more so I think that's it's really really important even if you're really organized to just reevaluate who you were as a person and who you are today based on that what you need in your home and we're going to have this added up in our show notes to access the show notes for this episode visit my7chakras.com forward slash 113 that's my7chakras.com forward slash 113 Don't cry when the sun is gone because the tears won't let you see the stars. This is a powerful quote by Violetta Para, action taker. I know it's hard. Problems strike you when you least expect it. It seems like everything is going all right. It's sunny outside. And before you know it, you're heading down a never ending spiral and you can't help but cry. At such a moment, remember to hold your tears back because change is the only constant and pain is temporary. And as Violetta Para once said, if you cry too long, your tears won't allow you to appreciate the true beauty of the stars that have become visible in the absence of sunshine. And speaking about the absence of sunshine or a challenge or obstacle, Alison, take us back to a time when you faced a major challenge. What was your initial reaction to that challenge? And then how did you go about overcoming it? Well, yeah, this is actually very recent. I uh, Two years ago in 2014, I, I became very, very ill with the flu and I never recovered from it. And about six months later, I was was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease that was supposed to put me on disability for the rest of my life and I pretty much was going to supposed to spend the rest of my days being bedridden and um, I remember the day that I was finally diagnosed and I was coming back home on the subway because I live in New York and I actually cried not because I felt bad because I thought to myself this is going to be the moment where I get to decide whether or not this is true for myself and I don't choose to make this a life sentence for myself I will find a way out of this. This is a punishment. And I know that I'm going to make a better life out of this. And so that was one of the things I did, but it has taken me a long time to get back on my feet. Um, I didn't want to do it with a lot of medicines because they didn't feel like they were making me feel better. So I've been 
doing it really naturally and holistically. But the gift of that time was the fact that I had the space and the time to really get to know who I am at the core and what I wanted for myself out of my life. And because I've had this time, I had the time and the space to really understand for the first time what I was trying to do with organizing business and what my real true niche was. What I didn't realize for a very long time was that I had a more Eastern philosophy versus Western philosophy. But now that I understand that, I can sort of incorporate the two, Eastern and Western, so that somebody here can understand more fully um, what exactly is going on with the organizational process and how to use it. So for me, I've just felt very grateful that while this has been a very um, unfun process for me to go through, I feel like in the end, it's going to make me a greater person than I ever, ever could have been had I not gone through that. So I'm very grateful for that part of the um, experience. So looking back now in just one sentence, what is that one major life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners? You know, honestly, I was such a people pleaser before I went through this. I was always putting everybody else first. And for the first time in my life, I had no other choice but to choose myself first and to continue doing so because my health was going to suffer if I didn't do that. And I first, for the first time in my life, started putting myself first and making decisions based on my health and my happiness and I've had to make a lot of tough decisions because of it. I've had to let go of certain friendships and other things but I really feel it at the end I feel more empowered, I feel happier and I feel more in control of who I am and where I'm going in my life and so it's been a beautiful process to go through. Thanks a lot for sharing your story. You shared that you became really ill with the flu at one point and then you came to know that you had an autoimmune disease but you realized after that that you had the option to choose what path to take. You decided to go the natural path without using the excessive medicines and tablets and you used the extra time that you had to get to know your inner self better and your why and what that would mean to your business. I think that's really inspiring and a lot of people listening to this episode right very now would be able to relate to your challenge. Action Taker, this show is listened to in over 140 countries. Our listeners come from different countries, cultures, languages, beliefs, histories, ideologies, and so much more. And it might seem like we're all different, but you know what unites us? Our dreams and the challenges that we face along the way. Our dreams of spreading love, promoting education and learning, happiness and joy. Our dreams of starting our own business, achieving optimal health and becoming the best versions of ourselves. And even though it might seem like a dream, at this point, or maybe it seemed very distant or hard to achieve, if we dream hard enough and persist, we might just manifest our dreams through our collective consciousness. And when that happens, you, that's right, you listening to this episode, this very second, you will be the one responsible for that magic. And that's probably why French playwright Eugene Unesco once said, ideologies separate us, dreams and anguish bring us together. Action Tribe, if you resonate strongly with this message and if you feel that you are a part of our mission, then I'd like to welcome you to our warm, supportive and friendly Facebook community, which consists of people just like you who are on a similar journey and people who will get you. You can join by visiting my7chakras.com forward slash tribe. Once again, that's my7chakras.com forward slash T-R-I-B-E. 
And Alison, on that note, have you found your life's calling? And if yes, what is your life's calling so that our listeners can get inspired and take note? Yeah, thankfully, because of this process, I realized that my true passion in life is to help people get rid of the things that have no value to them. I mean, I get so excited speaking about it and talking about, you know, how they're really affecting people and what they can do of the simple act of just letting them out of their lives can create so much more space and, and beauty that it really just makes me so happy to talk to. So yeah, I have found my calling as a decluttering expert because I feel that in this way, this enables you to heal yourself in a different way, just, you know, an energy healer. Like, you know, if you go for Reiki and they're sort of doing it for you, this allows you to take control of your own life and the energies that you bring into it. And that's why I'm so impassioned because I love when somebody becomes empowered just by learning new skills that are really easy to learn. It just takes a little bit of practice to incorporate them into your lives. So that's my mission in life is to let people know that they can let it go, allow themselves to get everything that they've always wanted. Mm -hmm. So in retrospect, was there ever a magical moment beyond which you were pretty sure that your life was really going to change? Take us back to that very moment. You know, I really feel that that way when I was crying my eyes out in public of, you know, A, I don't care that I'm crying in public and B, I knew that I was going to be able to take control of my life and change it for the better for the first time ever because um, up until that point I didn't realize how powerful I was and at that point I knew that no matter what I was going to choose a different direction than what everybody else was telling me I was supposed to go in so yeah that moment on the subway was probably the most powerful Mm -hmm. firstly thanks a lot for sharing that moment with us I really feel that it's those magical moments that really make a change in our lives and everyone goes through those moments time and again go through these moments these signs and these nudges and through the story we encourage our listeners to take pause and realize those magical moments those instances where our life is going to change thanks a lot for sharing that moment with us we've reached the last round for today's show a rapid fire round that's called the wisdom round are you ready yes What's the best advice that someone's ever given you? Oh, it's not really repeatable, but I basically screw them, screw them all. In other words, at the end of the day, what you want and what you truly value in your life is the thing that matters the most. It doesn't matter what anybody else is telling you. You trust your gut and you go with that. It will never leave you wrong. Name a personal habit that keeps you going. God, a personal habit that keeps me going. I meditate pretty much every day, but it's not just, uh, I'm not sitting around and just going om, om, om. There's various different, different ways that you can meditate and sometimes it's just taking a walk because that clears my head so uh, finding a way to have my me time I guess is, is the best answer so what's your morning ritual like what do you do during the first two hours of your day well um, I have two prayers that I like to say one's a healing prayer one's an abundance prayer I have this great space meditation clearing that I got from Doreen Virtue off of uh, YouTube and it literally does internal space cleansing and external space cleansing so you your home, your office, your car. It's a really wonderful way to set your day and feel grounded and balanced. I make sure I eat a healthy breakfast and then, yeah, I usually start looking at um, what prospects and possibilities the day is going to show me by getting down to work.
work. And usually this hour is sort of me taking care of myself and getting myself set and grounded for the day. And then the second hour is let's, you know, get down to work and see what we can do. And I find that when I do that, I'm able to focus very, very well because I don't have external clutter and I can bang out a lot of work in a lot less time, which is wonderful. What's the most powerful book you've ever read? Okay. One of my favorite books is The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews because it's a story about a person, a business person who's everything that could possibly go wrong is going wrong in this person's life. And he thinks he has no other recourse than to just give up when all of a sudden he gets into an accident and he's traveled back into time and to various places where he meets various famous people who each give him a philosophy. And none of it's like external philosophies. This is how to live your life uh, more authentically so that you, again, the ability to go out and share your gifts with other people. And it's a, just a beautiful book. It's fun. I love going back into history. And each person's advice is just something that everybody can take away and implement it into their lives as to how to have a better, happier, more productive life. Wonderful. So Action Tribe, to access today's show notes, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 113. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 113. Alison, thanks for joining us today. Before you go, tell us one thing that you're super grateful for and tell us the best way we can find you. Okay, today I am very, very grateful that I have a lot of energy. I've been able to do a lot of stuff that doesn't always happen for me. So every day I have energy, I'm excited. And the best way that you can reach me is on my website. I've got a blog with lots of free information on there. Um, and my website is www.ackorganizing.com. Again, that's ackorganizing.com. Perfect. We'll have this link up in the show notes. Action Taker, if you've listened so far, it really means that you want to transform your life by eliminating the clutter that might have collected in the physical space around you but also in your mind and in your spiritual self but it starts with the physical space whether it's your office or your home think about how you can break that project down step by step by step until you eliminate the clutter you feel much better and you can attract all the abundance that you deserve so rightly so if you want to do that go to ackorganizing.com and you'll get to learn more you can also check out our show notes because the link is going to be there Alison thank you so much for coming on our show teaching us how to become more organized and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you so much, AJ. I had a wonderful time on your podcast. You were listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to my S-E-V-E-N chakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired and take action. Transform your life today.